where we last left, Alistair and Doug and um, the professor, you've just arrived at this rather quaint little farmhouse, rather neatly turned out, somewhere on the roads to Dunwich, that belongs to the vet, John Merritt. And you've just noticed, to your to your surprise, that, that Malcolm seems to be feeling a lot better. I'm not dying! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So his, his guts had been hanging out, right? And now we, we kind of yeah. tuck them back in. Yeah, yeah, and and the wound seemingly has stitched itself back together, and and he's conscious again, and yeah, you're, you you've just pulled up, and and he's just kind of like he he asked what happened to the pig, just, and Doug told him that Brutus had to be put down, and he looks a little kind of saddened by that. So um so yeah, you, you you've pulled up to the vet. Uh, this is very strange, to say the least. Mm. Uh. You realize that you uh, healed in an extraordinary quick way here. Is this normal for you? Well, uh, I've always been a hardy fella, but... Uh, right, but uh, your guts were hanging out. Are you sure? I mean, I'm not a doctor. Yeah, they were hanging out. I think yeah. you should probably get checked just in case. Yeah, may- maybe. Uh, well, I'm no doctor either, but... Um, must... It must have been... Must, you, you must have... It must have been the blood... I don't know. The blood, maybe? I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it was pink shit. <laughs> Oops. So the, the the sound of the, the car has brought um uh Merritt, John Merritt out, out of his house and, and he and he comes over and he says Goodness me, what what has happened? What, is that Malcolm, are you are you okay? You're covered in blood and Malcolm Malcolm looks and says, What I I, I feel fine. Uh, John, I, 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 I don't know where all this blood came from. Maybe it came from the pig. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I, I, all I rem- last thing I remember was um, Brutus having a, f- you know, having a funny turn and coming after me, and then these fellas seem to have um, brought me here. Uh. The uh, the pig seemed to have uh, ripped his guts out. Uh, we did our best to put them back in, and apparently we're damn good at it. Dr. Merritt says, that doesn't sound possible. I mean, let me have a look. And he, and he leans into the car and he lifts up the tattered and bloody shirt and pokes around. He says, this is very peculiar. You've got a long scar here, but it looks it looks old. I mean, Malcolm, have you, have, you, have you had a scar there before? And Malcolm says, no, no. No, uh, he says, and and then you you hear a kind of thumping sound coming from the trunk. <laughs> James says, "Mr. Spaulding, um, I believe our cargo seems to be a little bit agitated." Yeah, uh, I I go let him out. I want the vet to check him as well. Okay. What was wrong with him? He was choking. Yeah, seemed to be choking. He his whole throat. Was full of these black pustules, and he was just—he was just drowning in his own black pus, basically. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so um, maybe James gets out and pops pops the trunk. John Merrick goes around. And you hear an audible gasp, intake of breath as he looks in. He says, "In the name of all that is holy, good Christ, get this man out! Get get him! Get him to my table!" James looks over to see if any of you are going to help him. Uh, reluctantly, Doug no. will help. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'll help. I, I, yeah. You can make a dexterity roll at this point. Oh, fantastic! The green one, right? Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, oh, you, 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 you are careful enough not to get any of this black pus on you as you as you lift old Pete out the out the trunk. And you see that his condition has definitely worsened. Groundskeeper Ruth's quick intervention probably stopped him choking to death, but you can now see that the infection seems to have spread beyond his throat and mouth, and it's uh, and it's covering like almost the lower half of his face and his neck is just coming out in these in these black boils, and he's moaning quietly. So Doug, you and uh, you and James carry carry him in, and and, and Mary's going, oh, this is bad. This is very bad. I, this is the first time I've seen a person get to this state. Oh my God! It seems like it seems like it can it can jump species. Oh, I, this is this is bad. This is bad. And he's kind of like dabbing his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> hey James, you notice how the professor never seems interested uh, in science when uh, it, <laughs> when he has to do something physical. The professor yells out, I'm an English professor. <laughs> oh, that clears up a lot. <laughs> Hardly even a subject, really, if you think about it. <laughs> so I do know three words. I do know three synonyms for boil, though. <laughs> Pustule, boobo, and um, carbuncle. <laughs> All right, so you, you you gingerly set him down on the um, on the vet's operating table, and Merritt he gets a pair of tongs. <laughs> he says, "I'm not touching that. I think this is infectious," and he carefully kind of pulls apart the rough shirt that um, that old Pete is wearing, and you see the the black boils now of cover covering his chest, and he says. He, he turns away he says, and, and, and whispers to, to, to you, Doug, and, and James. He says, I fear there's nothing I can do for him. When any of the animals get to this point, it's, it's fatal. I, I'll do my best, but um, I'm not hopeful. And he says, you, you better leave now, but this is very infectious, this, this substance, this material. Uh, okay, I, I wipe my hands off of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the <laughs> you, you notice as you're leaving i suppose you turn to leave maybe one last glance back that Merritt has carefully like wedged him up to try and look at his back and you can see that there seems to be huge patches of like almost moldy flesh just just sloughing off his back oh. and and um and there seem to be some kind of forms underneath it some bigger pustules not nice not nice that's that's pretty disgusting <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why my my science studies just never went. Yeah, that said, I'm refusing to wear a mask. God forbid. Uh, what I'm curious about is what's the these two guys? They live in the same farm. One of them heals really quickly, and one is uh, diseased. Yeah, I wonder if they share the same diet. Well, maybe, maybe the. I mean, Pete was seems to be in a far more advanced stage. He had this inside him already. So you think that you heal really quickly and then eventually you die? Maybe. I really, Maybe. That seems really shitty. <laughs> everything, yeah, everything smells sweet and then smells sweet and rotting. 
I can't remember if the farmer, one who's healing, did he drink when we had dinner with him? Did he drink? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can make an intelligence roll at this point, an idea roll. So you remember that um, Pete was always drinking that fruity smelling moonshine whiskey. Which mm-hmm. which the fisherman told us not to. Yeah, from the Carmody. And do- doesn't the earth and the and the wheat and everything, mm-hmm. the, the very fast growing wheat and everything, smell like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you're you're now standing outside the vets. You're um, uh, old Pete is there on the operating table, yeah. try, trying to have whatever treatment he can possibly get. Malcolm seems okay now. He's kind of standing on his own two feet. Malcolm, uh, you, you know that that moonshine. It's always drinking. Do you do you also drink that? Oh hell no. We're, we're I, I, I used to have a bit of a problem with with the drink, and uh, I, I gave up many years ago. I, I don't touch the stuff. You know anyone else who drinks it? Well, I imagine half the town does. It's uh, we're not a not a very uh, clean living population here. Why? Interesting. What, do you think there's do you think there's something wrong with it? Yeah. <laughs> no word. Yes. <laughs> well, I, you know, it, if it's badly. Uh, Badly distilled, it can make you go make you go blind. But I've never seen, I, I haven't noticed that amongst the uh, my, 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 the townspeople. I, know, I don't know if that's true. I was told a few things can make you go blind, and I'm not blind. <laughs> There's something about this that's extremely powerful, and yet unwholesome, and yet unwholesome. The 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 the, the animal, the the animals that you had to slaughter and burn. Yeah. The the smell of this amazingly fast growing weed in this incredibly verdant soil something that grows white pustules out of nothing if it gets a little bit wet something something is very powerful and very not right making trees move i no actually i didn't say that i didn't say that at all because because that because that wouldn't be possible i, I wanted to ask malcolm yeah so I, I say malcolm that talked about um animals getting the boils like like old Pete does. Did, have you had any of your uh, livestock have this issue? Oh yes. I mean, um, we had to burn a sow just, just when you, you the day you arrived. Uh, that's why we were burning that sow. She was covered in it, and we had um, we had young born that were oh they were they were wrong. They were rotten, moldy. Came out the womb, moldy. Now, did were they were they eating? Were they eating the grain or garbage, garbage from the from from that from from the grain that grows so well here? Oh, Please hey, tell yes. me they don't. Yeah, the, yeah, of course, of course they eat the grain. Excellent. Um, that that explains something, doesn't it? That makes sense. There is something in this earth with the, in these white pustule thingies that's growing the that's growing the wheat extremely well, but it's infecting them. So sounds right, right? Yeah, sounds right. right. So everything makes sense. This is this is good. This is good. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, if only I knew anything about microbiology. I, I don't even understand what you just said, sir. But um, I, 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 I'm no scientist, so uh, isn't isn't um, isn't that Clever chap there, that professor. Yes, my academic colleague here. Um, I'm sure you didn't study any science either. Hmm. I think you must have picked something up in one of those classes you took. I'm inclined to agree. I think you should start feeding your livestock. Uh, no, I'm very good think... with term. I'm very good with term. Um, the, the labs, I, I, I didn't particularly. Term. Okay. So, so, so Malcolm says, oh, I need to get back. I, I, there, there could be worse 
worse things to face. If, if, if Brutus has turned, what about the other pigs? Come on. Yeah, yeah what, what about Ruth? She stuck her hand down his mouth. Yeah, I'm not feeling so Yeah. Oh, good God. Yeah, we better get back. James, James says, yes, uh, apparently it's highly infectious, this stuff. Um, maybe, uh, maybe Ruth is, uh, maybe, maybe uh, she will need to be uh, burned as well. What do you uh, think? Is there another option, like antibiotics or something? <laughs> say, I say, James. Ruth wants to speak a second opinion. <laughs> James says, of course, I'm, of course, I'm joking, sir. Let, but let, let us get back. Uh, and make sure she's okay. What do you think? I say that's good. You're joking, James, because when you carried old Pete, so we'd have to burn you next. <laughs> Everyone's gonna try and burn. <laughs> I think we should probably fire. not as burn people. Uh, James, I, I, I swear to you that we would not do that, except as the very last resort. Yes, of course. I, I know that implicitly, sir, and I would willingly allow you to burn me to a cinder if it was to save your precious skin. <laughs> So with this conversation going on, the fact that Doug also touched him, he'll check to make sure his pistol's loaded. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, James James starts up the engine with the crank handle. So you, you um, and 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 you head back. So let's cut back then now to the, I'm sure anxious Ruth. Mrs. Edith Jarvey has gone up to bed, and Ruth, you've been sitting in the at the farm table in the in the mm-hmm. kitchen. Um, examining yourself, Robert. Where, where, where are you right now? I'd probably be sitting with Ruth, or uh, possibly having stepped outside. I need help. Robert, stay with me. Yeah, I'd probably be like sitting with Ruth and like. I am a feared for my life. Yeah. Uh, I probably have appropriated one of those shotguns. There was an extra one. Yeah. So I've are got that. Are you going to shoot me like a dog? No, I'm. No, I'm like. <laughs> there could be more animals or whatever. I mean. I mean, if you try to eat me or something, but so far that hasn't been a worry. Just, uh, I'm not going to touch you because, you know, I don't want to get the plague. Robert, I don't feel so good. You feel hungover, like you've overindulged. Your skin has gone a bit shiny and bloated. And and one you've seen one small boil with a tiny fleck of black pus, like deep inside it, like under layers of, of skin. Where is it on me? Where's the boil? I would say it's underneath your um the inside of your upper arm like between your you know almost near your armpit robert i need you to cut this boil out of me heat up a knife on the stove Show i don't me. want it to take take me over like it did old pete Show me. My, my boil uh i mean i really don't think it. you want me making lamp like it. a surgery check on you there's no one else this is gonna be the old lady's up in bed there's no one else it's gotta be you robert save me i can feel it spreading <laughs> Yeah, to try, and lance, to try and lance the boil, yeah, it, it would be a first boil. aid roll. It would be a first aid roll. Okay, well, I just have the natural 30 for that, so... Well, it's better than nothing. <laughs> do you want to... <laughs> I mean... Do it. I don't do know. It, do it, Okay. The only way. <laughs> I'm going to look around for, like, garden gloves or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they had rubber, uh, you know, dishwashing gloves back then, but... Uh... Not, right? Yeah, you yeah, find so, uh... you, you you root around a bit. There's a pair of um, maybe there's some oven gloves. Ah, uh, yeah, oven mitts, perfect. <laughs> oven mitts. Because <laughs> that's really good for doing delicate precision. No, work. I'm gonna use one <laughs> oven mitt, and I'm gonna use the the hand I'm using to to hold her arm in place. Um, and then I'm gonna make sure to angle it away from my face. 
Oh yeah, no, no. I total. I take. I take one of my throwing knives, which uh, should be sharp in the end, but not. You know what I mean? Like sort of like a lancet, because um, it's a double-bladed knife. Mm. Given that you're good with a knife, I'll let you make a knife roll rather than a first aid roll. Oh, nice. Okay, like an attack. Oh, yeah, just make an attack roll. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, I heat up a uh, sterilize one of the ends of my knives. The end of one of my nights. You managed to do it. You, you, you just you hear this sort of hiss as the as the tip, this red hot tip, tip goes into the boil. Ow! Does it <laughs> hurt? Lances it. Yes, yes, it hurts. You can take a point of damage, Ruth, for that. Okay. Um, um, and you and and this black pus just kind of oozes slowly out. But it seems to have, at least, I, it's very odd. I mean, it's slightly painful. But suddenly you feel invigorated. I feel invigorated. I look creeped out. <laughs> <laughs> roll 3d10. Roll 3d10, Ruth. 20? Wow. Okay. Hello? Your strength has increased by 20 points. Wow. <laughs> Your strength has gone up to 80. <laughs> Holy oh, my God. Um, do that again. Did her muscles all increase? Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta make sure it all comes out though. So let's just, we gotta like. Well, th that was yeah. Using the oven mitt hand, I like squeeze it and like squeeze the boil know, out. Express all the fluid until yeah. it like runs with like you know good clean blood. Yeah. So you, you're yeah. feeling um you're feeling super. I I, I don't know that. It's almost like that, um, the hangover feeling, the, the bloatedness is still there, but, but somehow, I don't know, it, it seems to have given you this, also this boost of, of like unnatural strength somehow. You're, you're not sure why. There's no real reason, rhyme or reason. I think I feel a little better. I still feel a little hungover. That's good. We should find something to bandage that with. Boil some water and like boil a cloth or something and then yeah, yeah, wrap yeah. it. Okay, so, so it is night time now. The guys in the car are now driving back through the rutted country lanes with cornfields on either side, their, their headlights arcing through the darkness, cutting through the darkness like a knife. You arrive back at the farm. Inside the farmhouse, Ruth and Robert, who are, I suppose, finishing up with their impromptu field surgery, you hear the car arriving and then you're all reunited. So go bed bed for the night or do you want to do you want to yeah. do, do any more um oh, we still have to sleep in the barn right well yeah that's the only for some of you that's the only place to sleep okay well i'll i'll, I'll give up my spot the bed for ruth that's it oh that's kind of you i haven't heard alistair give up his spot but <laughs> <laughs> i might not sleep well that would be very bad you all notice that ruth is looking a bit pace uh, a, a bit puffy yeah, I'm feeling a little puffy and hungover. I had a boil, but uh, Robert helped me lance it. Made me feel a little better, strangely. Stronger, oh, I thoroughly, I heat up my knife again and clean it thoroughly, by the way. Um, said the vet says they're contagious. Pete was covered in them. Might very well be. And we left him at the vet. Oh dear. On hearing that Pete had been left at the vet, and the vet had a very dire prognosis for him i think you are gonna have to make a sanity roll at this point. oh okay okay <laughs> no, dear. i failed you oh, failed no. okay um roll a d6 five Oof. oh boy oh. okay um that may be enough to to kind of knock you over into a little bout of madness so um can you roll an intelligence roll please let's see whether you fully comprehend what fate awaits you oh yes you do 
you definitely oh, fully no. comprehend the fate uh -oh. that is in store for you now, having heard <gasps> that, that the vet has... Um, so roll a d10. You faint. I faint. Luckily, you get off the bed for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, you see Ruth just drop to the ground on hearing this, Professor. The papers. Uh, I say, quick, quick, James, carry her up to the room. Nobody should touch me. Uh, are you, oh, are you sure, sir? <laughs> you, you touched old Pete, so. <laughs> he says, okay, um, uh, Mr. Spaulding, are you, are you, are you okay with uh, this, uh, this gentleman here giving me my instructions? Uh, in this case, yes, I hardly, I agree, and trust me, your, 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 your wages will go up next month. <laughs> We'll, we'll, I we'll, offer we'll... him the oven mitts. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I believe this will be an order. And then he, he, yeah. he, he heaves Ruth onto his shoulder and dum, 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 carries her up the stairs and dumps her, dumps her onto the bed. Um, so unless any of you want to particularly do anything tonight, because it's very dark now, um, things seem to have settled down. There's no more sounds of, of manic pig. Where is, where is Brutus? Where is his body? Brutus was um, just left in the... Uh, Left in the yard, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe Malcolm. Actually, Malcolm has um, uh, got one of the other labourers to come over and, and haul haul Brutus somewhere out to the back. I um, recommend we set a fire and then speak. Okay, so you 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 build. Um, well, I'm not sure you do. You maybe you're you're you're, you're giving orders now. I don't think you're the fire building type. That seems a little wasteful. Uh, you could feed this pig to the other pigs. That's what they normally do. <laughs> normally. Oi. Oi, oi, oi. Malcolm says, normally, yes, but um, uh, if this one's infected like the others, uh, I think burning is, is for the best. Oh, yeah. Good point. So they, um, they build a pyre, <laughs> and the sad corpse of Brutus is, is tossed onto the pyre and goes up. And, and you all fall asleep that night with the smell of, of sizzling bacon in your nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the next morning dawns. You're up bright and early. Ruth, you're maybe feeling a bit better now. That hangover hangover sensation has gone, but you're feeling very vigorous. You know, oh. you, you've still got... You feel like you could punch your way through a, a solid oak door at the moment. You're feeling... Oh, I love this country air. And wonders for my hip, my vigor. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Retire here. But you lived here. And become like... No, I live in a different now. countryside. I want to ask Malcolm if we can search Old Pete's waters. Well, yeah, I, I, I suppose so. If it, yes, uh, well, look, yeah, yeah, you know where it is. He says, pointing over to to Pete's shack, Old Pete's shack. Yeah, I so, might uh, tie something around my nose and mouth. Well, I was lying about the mask <laughs> stuff before. Um, <laughs> All right, so you you head into Old Pete's shack, um, and I asked to borrow those oven mitts. Yeah, you got the oven mitts on. You open the, you push the door open, and and the, the that 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 overwhelming smell of 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 fruit of of overripe rotten fruit assails you. You see several empty whiskey bottles and a couple of a couple of full ones just tucked under this this rough bed um, that's uh, in the corner of the room. There's a, a little sort of dresser or something, not not with a mirror, just like a cupboards and uh, drawers and some clothes bundled underneath it um it seems like he he definitely has a, a, a strong fondness or he used to uh, for the for the carmody's whiskey i want to take one of the bottles and open once uh, i don't think i'll go through his stuff you do not have sufficient ppe right now <laughs> yeah that's true 
Yes, this is this is all too poignant. This, this scenario. <laughs> I'm going to need to be quarantined. <laughs> yep. Okay. Would somebody be willing to examine me, please? The professor isn't here. I look to the professor for 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 his professional expertise um, because I. You know, frankly, I, I only audited that class, you know. Um, sure, yeah. I, I mean, I'd, I'd do it, but I, I actually think Robert, who had the best view of the oil yesterday, should have a look and just see whether it's healed or it looks like. Just unbandage your arm and show it to us. What's the big deal? Oh, the rest of me, I want to, I need, I need you to look at my back and stuff to see if there are more. Don't you have the, I don't know what I'm looking at. What? What about having the lady from the, the house do it? You know, I, 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 I'd look in your. I'd definitely make sure you 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 purchase lighting. What if we ask the the farmer's wife to do it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the idea of you one of you examining an old lady's naked back is not an image <laughs> I want to juggle with. Yeah, yeah. Let's have the farmer's wife do it. And uh, okay. okay, What's her name? Yeah. Ethel. Edith. 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 Right. Would you kindly just just look at my body for me? <laughs> Any boils or <laughs> marks? Oh, Strange, Mark. Well, I, I suppose I could, but uh, I'm no doctor. What should I be looking for? Just, just, just look for any like boils or big black marks or in oh, weird discolorations. Well, oh, okay. Well, let, let, let's go out behind the the tool shed. I don't, I don't think it's. There's no like a room in there. We can all go, we'll all go outside. That's a way better solution. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I like the idea. Oh, yes, yes. Sorry. I, I, I thought these, these were having their breakfast and I didn't want to disturb them. All right. Out we go. We pick up our breakfast off and uh, we go outside. Off you go. We have like drop trow in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> no, no, it's like a one room house, right? A, a new professor. No looking through the window. Get, get away from that window. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just strip and hold out my arms. Okay, so and she ask her. she kind of bends down and squints a bit and says, "Well, you you look alright to me. You should get that yeah. mole looked at, though. It seems to be quite big." Oh, just a, a, a normal human, regular mole. She says, uh, "No, I, I can't see any of those boils. I mean, so she says, no, I, I can't see anything on in your back. Uh, you no, thank God. Have you, you, have you, have you do you do you work outside? Oh yeah, I'm quite fit. Oh yeah, you look very strong. I mean, oh thank you. Oh, she she prods your the muscles on the. Oh, back you of don't your want arm. to touch me. You don't want to touch me. <laughs> I might be contagious. Oh oh goodness me, you you probably look stronger than my Malcolm. Well, never stop working a day in my life. Hmm. No, you she she's she's given you a thorough examination and and has not found any more boils. I suppose to your to your uh, relief. Yes. Very relieved. All right, I'm going to go out and join the rest of them. You're, the rest of you are standing out there when, when Ruth comes out into the yard. I'm all clear. <laughs> Thumbs up. Um, yeah, I, I highly suggest nobody drink any of this whisk. In fact, I'm really, really, really troubled that the Carmody's are, are importing this moonshine into, into Boston. Now that we know there's something unwholesome about this corn. I've been telling you this place is stinky. I, I know, but the problem, but the problem we face is the Carmody's are making, are, making, are making moonshine out of this and they're running it into Boston. Yeah, I tell you what we need to do. We need to go find where the, uh, they took that dynamite or we need to get some of our own. We needed to go uh, blow the dam up. Take out that dam that no one believes is there. Whatever that is, whatever that thing was, that's the source of all this. Yeah. 
Let the river flow again and wash all this away. If the problem is the water. I don't understand it, but it seems to make sense since no one in this town except crazy little kids seem to even admit that it's there, even though it's in plain sight. Um, well, hidden by the, whatchamacallit, hidden by the woods, but still. They either never go there or, or they're lying. Simple as that. That explanation is as good as any because maybe there's some hole in the well. Maybe that well springs from someplace unwholesome that's releasing these microbial protozoa that are what? big words, big words, young. But 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 you see that these 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 small life forms, too small to be seen by anything but a very powerful microscope, that that can grow and and eat living flesh and all kinds of horrible things that but that I, but something is something is is both giving the corn great vigor but people that who but also rotting everything from the inside somehow i i um yeah. that sounds like a fairy story to me from the from the uh from the from the from the university should definitely be looking into this but something that small is not going to hurt people oh yes quite um you know bubonic plague was 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 passed by by these very small microbes um rats can i ask is is the um oh pete's whiskey that i took is it in a jug or is it in um a that's a good question uh, i i think it's um it's in bottles um it it has a very crude label in it saying, um, Carmody's Special. Can I hold it up to the sun? I just want to see if there's any flecks in it, like in the... Um, no, no. Right. It's, um, it's, it's, you know, there's no sediment or, or particles in it. It's, it's a clear straw-colored kind of moonshine-like liquid. One, one, one thing, Robert, because you, you mentioned it earlier, you, you, you are aware that the dynamite will be arriving today at the general store. They, they put a... A rush order on it for you. Well, well, if what you're saying is right, uh, Alistair, then I don't think we should blow up the dam. They're just going to build another one there. I think we need to go further up the. We got to go further up the river and block it up there. It's coming out of the ground. That's where you got to get at the source. That's a good idea. I believe strongly that these these microbial protozoa must be the source of of what of whatever ails this 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 village. Is that even is that even a real word? I look at the first. I made it feel this. Yes, it's a real word. I say we go looking for the, uh, you know, the professor and his wife, whatever this cave is. Mm. Maybe somewhere near the source of the river. I don't know. Maybe we head, yeah. head up river, stay as far from the Carmody's as we can, try not to get seen, bring the dynamite. All right. So you head into town that pretty early after you've had your breakfast and um, go into the general store. The dynamite is there waiting for you. You do have to pay pre top dollar for it, Alistair. Get your wallet okay. out. <laughs> there it is. I've got my silver money clip. On the way out, um, Dick Sprouston. Um, Dick Sprouston is uh, there as usual, and he looks over at over at you and says, um, "Oh, you got some uh, got some blasting to do, have you?" Then he says, he "Sees you carrying the dynamite out." What makes you think that? <laughs> yeah. You're not thinking of causing too much trouble, I I hope. No, of course not. No, no trouble at all. We just might have to uh, move some earth in order to uh, cover uh, our colleagues' personal effects. There seem to we we seem to have, have lost some of his you know cave in and whatnot. You know, and I see. Yeah, you, you understand. You understand. Yes, yes, of course, of course, absolutely. Of course, I understand. Um, you know, I like to I like to keep it peaceful around here. Uh, don't go 
like I said, don't go bothering those comedies. They're they're a rough lot. I, uh, I yes, I, I I believe you. You're not you're not particularly fond of their product, are you? No, no. Uh, uh, there's not much I can do about it though. They they got they got more hands and more guns than than me. And uh, well, let's say uh, some things you just have to let go. Certainly, I understand completely. I would just myself. I am no teetotaling man, but I would find I'd find my hooch elsewhere. Sound but advice. Sound advice. It's rather rather foul that product. Mm. Well, like I said, keep your noses clean. He says, tapping Absolutely. tapping the side of his nose. Yes. And then he lets you proceed. So, <laughs> I wanted to buy a couple. If we're going to the cave, I think we should buy some lamps, maybe some rope, lamp oil. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think oh, we did it. Oh, one other thing. You said he had weapons. Do they have? Do you have like a hunting rifle, like a thirty out six or something? Um, yeah, sure. Okay, let's have. Let me let me let me let me get one of those just just in case they're game about. <laughs> he, yeah, you you go back in. Maybe you you quickly head back into the into the general store and come out with a hunting yes. rifle. And he says, "Yes, like I said, you like it peaceful Clean around nose. here." Just <laughs> <laughs> had a conversation about fire next to gun. And he and he goes and sits back on his porch and um, looks over his shoulder in the way that he does. He just his eyes follow you. You know, he swivels his head, follows you, follows you with his eyes as you as you head back up towards the creek. Mm-hmm. Yep, one of the creek. So you head back. Uh, are you gonna walk round? Around the woods, around the outside of the woods, past the jar. Ju- I, 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 if you want to avoid walking through the woods, you'd you'd have to walk all the way around to the old campsite. Um, otherwise, you'd have to go through Carmody Land, which um, I don't know. Unless you want to do that, yeah. of course. Yeah, we also don't want to have to cross the stream. Okay. Uh, cross the streams. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, can we drive up to the old campsite? Because there was a yeah, car there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you drive up to the old campsite, then you walk around. And then you head up north, up along the creek. The further up you go, the, the, the more full of this dark water with, with white flecks it, it seems to be. It's, it's not flowing strongly, but it, it seems to be you know, quite, a, quite a full creek. The smell is uh, strong around here as well, that smell of, of rotten fruit. And about a mile north from the dam, by your reckoning, you see a cave. In fact, what you see, you see that there's a small waterfall coming out of the cave, splashing down the rough rocks and into the creek. Hmm. And this is clearly the source of the water. There's a shallow pool where the waterfall gathers, and then it overflows out of the pool and, and, um, and into the creek. As you're approaching, the last few hundred yards of your approach, it's actually quite difficult to get through the undergrowth because the plant life in the in this whole area is is unnaturally large. There are stalks of grass as tall as you are and as thick as an arm. Wildflowers have grown to the size of manhole covers and drip viscous black liquid in place of pollen. Berries and seed pods the size of footballs lie split and rotten all over the ground. Their tacky innards seething with large deformed worms and insects. All the plants exhibit unnaturally vibrant colours like tropical orchids and livid bruises. The stench of sweet corruption is everywhere, and everyone is going to have to make a sanity roll for seeing this. Oh, goody. Did I lose sanity when I... 
Oh yeah, you lost more? you lost that five sanity. Five? Yeah. Okay. That is ridiculous. So we got three natural extremes in a row. Robert Alistair and the Professor. Ruth passed. Unfortunately, Doug doesn't. Uh -oh. Why why are you finding the sight of, of this so disturbing, Doug? I think it, what I find disturbing is that nobody else seems to notice it. <laughs> oh, we notice it. We just we just know exactly what we're here to do. At least I think I do. Yeah. Okay, so Doug, roll roll a d4. <laughs> okay. The good news is you can't have a bout of madness from that, unfortunately. Ah, one. Okay, it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, hmm? I was just going to say this really seems to become what we're thinking, Alistair. It's this water. Water is making this poem grow, making these plants I, grow. I, 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 I concur. I think, I think it must be. Do we see the little flecks in the water? How does what does the water look like? So water this... is pouring out from the mouth of the cave, um, about twenty feet up. There's rubble all around the cave mouth, and the rocks are overgrown with moss. If you look, it's very easy to see that the pool is full of these white flecks wriggling around. Yeah, so the first thing I, I, I say is, please, no one touch this water. And I, I say, I believe this confirms my hypothesis, that these these white flecks, these these must somehow be this primordial life form. I think that this is what's causing all this verdant life, but rotting and decay. And you know what these remind me of? Is these remind me of drawings and photographs I once saw in a, a manual of rare tropical plants there were plants that were wheat and, and sickly looking that would attract incense and then they would actually eat the insects. Yeah, I think this is getting to you there, boss. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's blow this place up. <laughs> yeah, I don't and, care about any of that. Let's blow this place up. Can I, yeah, well, um, couldn't, we, couldn't we try and see where water is coming from? I, yeah, we got to climb up there to blow it up, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to ask... I have a very important question. Do we bring the oven mitts with us? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I think that is now, that's the thing. I think, oven mitts, are, are, I think, are, I think are, you, you will have to, you know, share them because <laughs> there's only a single pair. But I'd like poor to... Ethel's going to try to make some bread or something. She's not going to cook. <laughs> poor this Edith. Yeah, right now Edith, Edith is going, I, I'm sure I left these right here. And I'm sure I left them right here. Oh dear, I must be losing my mind. I want to. I want to scoop up a little bit of the water, if, if good, the pool where the waterfall is. In a cup, if I, if I have a canteen. Um, I have a flask, but that has, yeah. Uh, okay, so, make a dexterity I don't want to get any on me. Make a dexterity <laughs> Do I think I might get splashed? Yes. No, no, you're you're sure you can do this, I'm sure. But make a dexterity sure. roll. Yeah, yeah, easily. Yeah. You, 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 I guess you dangle it, you pinch it between two fingers, and you just kind of use your thumb to yeah. kind of scoop it. Yeah, so you now have some water, white flecked water in your in your uh, drinking flask. Does it smell sweet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, go um, on. That's it. You all, you all can't help but notice that there's a big pile of debris underneath the entrance, like rock, um, probably oh, off, really? off to the side. This is probably remnants of the blast. You can see that this hole where the water is flowing out, it's actually been blasted out. That's what this debris is, but there's a big pile of it just next to the bank where you're standing. Well, we know the professor bought dynamite. He had to order it. So the store doesn't carry it. Do, you, do we think well, that he may have done this? Yeah, I think so. Didn't you know how those so. academics are. <laughs> you, can all make a, you can all make a spot hidden roll. So Alistair, who normally wanders through life 
as if, <laughs> as if in a daze, ignore, or, or rather, probably more like just ignoring everything that doesn't interest right. him, which is more or less everything. <laughs> you you can't help but notice that there seems to be something underneath the debris, like a, like a, some wood, like maybe from a box or something. Friends, I, I, it looks like perhaps there there's something. This maybe this is the something that the professor left that was uh, shaken loose or buried by by an explosion. Can we can can somebody? Please give me a hand, but I would highly caution everyone to use the uh, the oven mitt. There's only one oven mitt. Well, then, then, then not then, everyone can use the oven. Mitt. Yes, then, then, then one person wear one oven mitt and one person wear the other. But what concerns me particularly is the water. Yeah, I, I think it's probably worth our while to throw some of those rocks in fr basically not in the water but like where the water is starting to form into the stream to try to block the stream a little bit too slow down the flow yeah i know i'm just i'm afraid that if we start moving earth that that we might find something wet underneath that would that would yeah well, that would definitely i mean, I mean oven mitts are me. not going to help you if they're wet <laughs> they're right. made out of cloth <laughs> but anyways yeah I, do. I agree let's do it okay okay so is that you alistair that's doing that given that it was your idea must I? Alice <laughs> doesn't do shit. Doug will do it. That's right, right. Doug. <laughs> putting on the oven mitts. Okay, you, 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 you haul away some of the debris. As you clear it, you see that the box is actually a, bo a dynamite box, very much like the one oh. that you've bought. In fact, identical. Um, and it still has about five sticks left in it. Oh, nice. They seem to have been a bit water damaged. Um, they're they're mm -hmm. wet from the falling water, yeah. so might yeah, not, not I mean might not be workable but you've got your own dynamite who needs yeah but, but I guess this this does tell you for sure that this place was dynamited mm -hmm. yeah yeah we got some waterlogged dynamite over here let's get up there and find the source and close this thing up yeah is that like anywhere to go in the cave that isn't the, in the water no it's it's gonna be impossible to climb up and avoid getting wet you are gonna get wet if you climb up but like without like entering the stream I mean like you get wet from the splashing for sure but the only way to climb up is directly upwards, like into the path of where the water's coming down. You can't, you can't really climb around it. It's impossible. So, what if what if we go to the other side and climb over top and then climb down to it? It's not possible either. If you had the right equipment, maybe. I mean, you bought some ropes. Well, let's walk around it and see if we can find a path because we don't know yeah. what the the land is up there. So let's see if we can find a path. Yeah. Well, look, looking up, you realize that it would be extremely hazardous to go from the top. It's um, it's a very high, sheer, steep cliff that goes, you know, possibly another 150 feet, 200 feet up. It, you, you, it would be very hazardous to try and climb down. It's only a 20 it's foot climb. 20 up, but, right. But yeah, but, but if you wanted to go somehow find a way up to the top and come down, uh, that would be very hazardous. Oh, all right. I didn't realize there was so much space above it. Yeah, uh, well. Yeah. Yeah, it goes you know what? Way. I put my hat on, <laughs> and I'm going to say, let's just do this. Somebody's got to do it. I look at each of you, and I say, uh, I'll lead. <laughs> it's only 20 feet up, right? Yeah. So Doug, Doug looks over, and he says, because uh, we got camping equipment, right? So he says, why don't we take cut down one of these trees, and we'll just lean it up against that, and we'll climb up the tree. That yeah. is the best idea I've heard yeah. yet. With the, uh, the small hatchet that you put <laughs> You're going to start cutting down a tree. Um, yeah, we'll probably Ruth will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super strong right now. That's you good. do? Do you want to cut down a tree, Ruth? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll cut down this tree. Okay, all right. Anyone going to help her? Well, do we have more than one hatchet? 
He wanted maybe a saw and a, and a hatchet, and you're, you're both going out together. So you start kind of cutting into the bark, and you both need to make me a luck roll. Yay. All right, so as you, as you hack into it, um, the bark splits, and a huge like spray of black liquid comes out from the tree, but you're both quick enough to just get out of the way, and you realize this tree, every tree around here, you realize now is, is probably infested with this stuff. What was your idea with the fruit? Were the giant leaves? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm just trying to try to find a way to protect Emma's from the spray. If we, do we have a tent with us? Yes. Okay. So we can kind of someone could whoever climbs up first can use the tent as like a poncho, slap young Robert on the back and say this this young man looks very spry. <laughs> Robert, do you wish to uh, put put on a tent and climb up a waterfall? Uh, not really, but I know I'm probably the best suited to it. Yeah, you are the acrobat. I feel like I'd be better at that too, though. I'm just gonna show you up, young whippersnapper. Okay. Let me. I'll, I'll climb it. So you you put the <laughs> you, you drape the, the heavy canvas over your head. Yeah. You realize it's gonna make it harder to climb sure. having this heavy canvas over your head, but um, yeah, yeah, sure. So okay. you start climbing up. Make make. I'm a good climb. at triumphing over adversity. Uh, you taking you're taking the rope up with ah. you. So you. Somehow, groundskeeper Ruth manages to clamber up with the, with this tent over her head. <laughs> also, the rope. And taking the rope up, as you're climbing, the moss underneath your hands, you feel it kind of wriggling. Oh, Jesus. Moving under your, yeah. under your palms in a very disconcerting way. But you manage to climb up. The, the tent does manage to cover, you, uh, cover most of you, but it doesn't completely protect you from the spray. So you, you do actually um, get a bit wet from the spray kind of coming up underneath, bouncing back off, off the rock. And you get to the top. You're still feeling kind of strong, but you're sure you can hear something now coming from inside the cave. But it can't be, can it? You can hear your mother calling you. But your mother died a long, long been time ago. been dead for 30 years. What is this? Mommy! But she's calling you. She's saying, are you? Ruth, Ruth, where are you, Ruth? I'm coming, Mom. I can't see you, Ruth. <laughs> I'm gonna secure the rope and then and then go in. You're starting to feel a little bit disassociated from reality. Uh huh. Make a sanity roll, please. <laughs> so you you only lose you do lose one point of sanity for that, and you yep. gain you gain a point of Cthulhu Mythos. Ooh. What is that? Though? Uh, it's actually a skill under a skill. C, um, Cthulhu Mythos. So you now have one point in Cthulhu Mythos, and at the same time, you suddenly feel at one with nature. Maybe you felt this before in, as part of your role that you do have an appreciation for nature, but but right now, you feel somehow the interconnectedness of all things. The universe, man. Mm, but somehow something inside you or something outside has reached in but you now have this connection with all all the plants and around you and the, and the and the animals in the field and the birds in the trees and the water flowing out of this cave it seems to call to you to draw you in and be closer to it do i still hear my mom your mother's voice has faded slightly now i'm coming i'm coming um so yeah i'm gonna secure the rope and then and then we'll just head in I hear my mom, guys. I gotta go help her. <laughs> okay, so she's, you, she's tied off the rope, and you see Ruth just walk into the cave entrance and disappear out the of tent? view. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing the tent, but I dropped the rope. Yeah, she's still wearing the tent. 
looking at a little remember, flap. Remember I that student uh, yeah. also thought his mother was there. A lot, everyone has a mother thing. This the professor started writing about his mother. Uh, mm. Didn't Sprouse didn't mention his mother as well? Mm. Someone's mother. Well, well, this doesn't bode well. Uh, so uh, Doug's yeah. going to climb the rope. He's going after. Her. <laughs> he, you know, he's the only uh, noble man here. <laughs> the rest of the guys will let the old woman die in the cave. <laughs> okay, Doug no. starts climbing up. He's also shitty lucky, so he's going to be bad. <laughs> as you start climbing up. You can't help get sprayed by the water. There's no, there's no way about it. Maybe even some of it gets in your mouth. There's so much of it oh. flowing down. But as you get to the top, you feel actually pretty incredible. You feel this sensation of, of ecstasy enter you somehow. And that scar that you had from the, from the fight, you actually heal back completely. So you, you get all your hit points back if you'd lost any. Oh, yeah, I did. I lost a lot of hit points, actually. Yeah, you, you are now fully healed. Uh, but yes, you, you, you feel extremely good, and you can see Ruth walking off into into the darkness of the cave. Although there is a, seems to be, like now your eyes are adjusting, there seems to be a faint, almost luminescence coming from inside the cave. I can't believe that everyone is being so foolhardy. We came to fuck this cave up. I mean, I don't think we have a choice. What are you going to do, blow, blow it up here now? Two people inside. Also, I know the professor blew this open, so... I think we have to go inside. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. I feel like I should be like, like, like I, like perhaps I could hire, uh, uh, hire some men and 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 back later to deal with this. You can't hire you can't hire someone to do to live your life for you, Alistair. Sometimes you have to do it yourself. I'm waiting to see if Ruth throws down a rope. I did. Yeah, he just yeah, rope down. Yeah, it's already climbed. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna climb. I'm gonna climb. Uh, Robert, you, you should make a climb roll. You will get a bonus on it because of the rope, so. Okay. Fail. Do you what? want to push that? I mean, basically what happens is you, you start testing out your footing um, and and it, and you know that it's gonna be really hard to get up there. If you push, um, it means you'd roll again. And if you fail, then it means you get, you, you know, something bad will happen. Uh-oh. No, and you can't spend luck this time. So you start, oh, you get no. halfway, you get halfway up and this, Sudden, this sudden surge of water hits you, and you and it and you slip, your hands slip on the rope, and you tumble down to the rocks below, and you take three damage, and and you you're now being kind of pounded with the water as it falls into your face. Amazingly, you know you, you bash your head on the rock. It was a pretty hefty blow, but then as soon as the water hits you in the face, the pain went away almost immediately. And when you put your hand to like touch your head. There is blood there, but but there's no pain. It's, it's remarkable, and you and, and in fact you, you you get all your hit points back immediately. Oh, okay. Gearing up for the Great. final boss fight. Heal up. <laughs> yeah, let's blow this place up and uh, then go die somewhere. <laughs> Alistair and, and the professor, you you, Robert, you pull Robert, Robert. out uh, off from the rocks, and but he seems absolutely fine. You're gonna try and make it up that rope. Remarkable. Absolutely I I will volunteer to go next, but I want I want one stick of dynamite first got the dynamite I, I guess i here i hand it to you yeah okay um do we have a lamp you're gonna have to put it inside your jacket if you want to stop it from put getting it. wet yeah i'll put it in my jacket or in my pants or wherever's highest <laughs> stick, a, stick a dynamite down the front of your pants that's a great image that would make me a bit uncomfortable <laughs> yeah because back, back then dynamite was quite unstable i think wasn't it yeah 
They don't fall. Who's got the lamp? Take the lamp as well. If, if and it's Alistair, you bring that. Yeah. You coming? I was gonna actually, since I'm at the top, I was unless I'm somehow compelled not to do this. I was gonna say you should tie this stuff to the end of the rope and I'll pull it up because we have a bunch of dynamite, we have a lamp, we got all the other stuff we gotta bring up. I think climbing with it in your hand is not the smartest way to do it. You, uh, when you climbed up, yeah. you just felt really good. You, you didn't hear anything weird. You didn't hear your mother calling or anything like that. It just seems like. Right. And with the luminescence, I can see in there, right? So, uh, so I would actually call down and say, uh, uh, "There's some dim light in here. Just bring the, uh, the the dynamite. Tie it up. We'll bring it up." I'm gonna take that one stick. I'll, I've taken one stick. I put it in my jacket, but I'll climb up first, and then we'll get Alistair to whoever to send up the stuff. So um, while you're doing that, Ruth, you're you feel compelled to go further in. Yep. Yep. I'm going in. And once inside, the smell of rotting meat mixed with a sickly sweet smell of overripe fruit is overpowering. Water runs underfoot constantly. The walls are sticky with a sap-like fluid. And the fluid is, is what's giving off this phosphorescent light, pale and purple. You didn't take a, a, a lamp with you, but the, the, the fluorescence from this, from this sticky liquid is, is, is enough to, to make, make out shapes in the darkness. You can hear now. You can hear a woman sobbing and, and a voice saying, Ruth, Ruth, help me, help me, help me, Ruth. Help me, Ruth. I, I can't see anymore. I can't see anymore, Ruth. Can you help me? Are you my mummy? <laughs> Where are you? Yes, Ruth. I'm your mother. I'm your mother, Ruth. Don't you remember? I'm your mother. I remember. Where are you? <laughs> you, you go in a bit further and you see some, some strange vegetation now there was a couple of uh, where the where the angles was quite steep and the water goes down quicker a couple of little water drops and then you see some walked vegetation to the right and the left of you there's strange growths just attached to the walls glow is growing stronger in the distance but these strange growths seem to be slightly moving uh, i'm gonna keep going and try to follow the voice my dead mother and the voices start saying help me help me Help, please help. Please help. Can you can you help me? How do I help you? Just just get me out of this. I, I'm stuck. I seem to be stuck. I start groping forward in the darkness. Or in the dim lightness, I guess. And as as you go forward a bit further, you suddenly realize the voices they seem to be coming from all sides now. Multiple voices, multiple women's voices. Going, help, 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 help. And you realize now that it's coming from these strange things on the wall. And, and you realize now, as your eyes have adjusted fully to the gloom, that there are mouths in the wall. These strange growths. Oh my god, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> there are mouths. There are, but there are other organs as well. The whole wall seems to be pulsating with life. There seem to be bits of intestine just attached from one rock to the next. Lips and noses and chins and eyes even opening, blinking, shutting. And this chorus crescendo of voices saying, help me, help me, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. Ruth, you've got to help me. And um, you are definitely going to have to make a sanity roll at this point. Yeah, I failed. Sounds about right. <laughs> oh, yeah, you definitely failed. You definitely failed. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Make, make, roll a d20, please. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, only two. You only roll a two. You don't even have a bout of madness from this. I don't know nah. how exactly. Great personal fortitude is how. Great personal fortitude. So maybe pushing on. 
He just Ruth just appreciates the attention. <laughs> Pushing on, <laughs> you go further oh, into the cave, past some stalactites, and then up ahead, up ahead, it opens out into a large pool, and there's something large just God. next to the pool, something big and fleshy. And I will, we will cut back now. <laughs> to our friends at the base of the waterfall <laughs> before I tell you what it is that you see, Ruth. So, I mean, it's, Doug. it's probably been a while since Ruth has seen something large and fleshy. Hey now, hey now. <laughs> um, Doug, um, you, you can't help but have seen Ruth just kind of go into almost like a trance-like state and, and st yeah. stagger off into the, into the cave. And she seemed to be calling out to someone to a voice that you weren't hearing and... You know, you've attached the rope. The others are trying to figure out how to climb up. What, what are you doing? If I think that they're set and coming up, I'll start to head in. Because uh, I told them to bring up the dynamite. I'm going to follow Ruth. And I'll call out to her. Ruth, Ruth, wait for the group. <laughs> okay, so you head in um, yeah. into this luminescent purple light. What, yeah. what about the three at the bottom? Are you still, are you going to try and climb up? What the hell? Let's do it again. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll give everyone two bonus dice now because you're all helping each other, and you've got the uh, you've got the the rope. So yes, this time, Mr. Lightsoul uh -huh. successfully climbs the rope. Buster, do you want to be next? This might be the single stupidest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Oh, I doubt that. Oh, this water is this water is this this isn't good. This isn't good. This isn't good. And I, yeah, I close my mouth and my nose, and I hold it like you know, like a like a like a person who who doesn't know how to swim that's getting in the water. Okay, roll that purple climb roll. Okay. Oh my god, wow. you rolled a critical. You know what? For that, yes. somehow you managed to get up without getting wet. I don't know how you do it. Some incredible feat of of dexterousness that that you didn't even know you 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 had. Maybe this is finally. The, the inner athlete that your father so was desperate. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Your disappointed father. If only you could see me now, father. <laughs> and finally. My Hall of Fame father. Yeah, so you get up and you're dry as a bone. I don't know how you did it, but maybe you dodged the water droplets. It was so good. So, um, wow. so uh, Professor, can you do it? Do you want say... to do it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, he's, I think his fear of being down there alone is slightly more than being up and climbing, so he'll climb. Goodness me. A hard success. Well, you get up easily. Make a luck roll. And and also, you get up without somehow without getting wet. Just follow what he did. Yeah, you just go, huh, oh, that seems to be wet. Maybe he kind of swung out at one point and then his momentum carried him around the other side and got up. Uh, a drier path, um, let's say. So the three of you are now all up there, but but by this time, Doug and and Ruth have wandered further down in into the cave. And Doug, you're trying not to look at these things either side of you on the walls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh oh. I'm trying to stay focused on Ruth. Yeah, she's up ahead, yeah. and she's standing next to a pool and looking at something in the gloom. She's standing rigid, stock still. You're hearing the voices now, saying, help me, help me, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. I don't even know Ruth's mother. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, in I... your head, in your head, you're hearing another voice. 
uh, you can't quite place it. It sounds a little bit familiar to you, but you can't. You can't place it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, uh, I'll yell out, I'm gonna help you, don't worry. You won't be stuck for much longer. Yeah. Everything seems to be pulsating with life all around you. And as you, and as you come into the cave and the light just is playing, playing across the rippling water that is, is absolutely full of these flecks of white matter, you see finally where this white stuff is coming from. It seems to be running off this huge mass at the head of the pool. It's a, it's it's hard to really comprehend what you're seeing. There's voices coming from it as well. It's a pulsating mass of flesh, over a hundred feet across. It's covered in strange growths, tendrils, and many faces. Some of them are crying and pleading for help. Others are looking at you with undisguised lechery while others are just laughing and cackling insanely. This mass is sort of half floating in the pool. The sound of running water can be heard all around. Fluid containing fragments of flesh gush gushes from this mass and out of the cave, forming the creek. The walls of the mass are translucent, with dark, misshapen things moving within. Some something or many things seem to be growing inside this mass, almost ready to be birthed, seemingly. And as you finally comprehend what you're seeing, it's very hard to process because the voices are familiar now. And you realize, and Ruth, you also realize, the faces are familiar. The faces and the voices are those of Abigail Rhodes. Yeah, you're both going to have to make a sanity uh, roll yeah. at this point. Oh, no shit. Okay. No, fail. <laughs> Uh, I got a regular success. You got a regular success. So, Doug, can you roll me a d6? Ruth, can you roll me a d10, please? Six. Okay. You can both make an intelligence roll now. It's a bad thing, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. So, you're both going to have a bout of madness. You both lose that much sanity. So, Doug loses five sanity. Ruth loses six sanity. This is a good time to, you know faint again, I was gonna say. <laughs> not, not into the pool, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be here. I want to check out mentally. So, Doug, it was Ruth that brought you here, wasn't it? Oh, yes, it was. <laughs> it's all her fault. She made... Oh, hell yeah. If she hadn't climbed up, you wouldn't have seen this thing. It's all her fault. Yeah, I'm gonna throw Ruth into the lip water. <laughs> but and, and Ruth, oh my God. Ruth, you you have gained a, a mania. What so roll a d hundred. Oh, fine. Okay. There are a hundred different delicious manias for you to enjoy. Two. Two. Well, clearly this thing isn't human, is it? I mean, it may have no. human parts. It must be more like an animal of some mm -hmm. kind. Yeah. Okay. So I want to pet it. Yeah, you're insane. You suddenly develop zoomania and insane fondness for animals. No. Oh. Oh. Well, you're about to touch it because throwing your ass in the water. <laughs> and, and she's still super strong, though, right? Gotta hug it and squeeze it and love it. <laughs> That's exactly what you want to do. So right now, you are, you are just going to rush over and embrace oh, this thing, this, this lovely, large, pulsating mass of animal loveliness. Oh, she's with the thing right now. Oh my God. She's about to run. Doug, you, you, you know that she's made you do this, that she's made you come up here 
it's all her fault. It was her mother as well making making. Yeah, it was her mother. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna. I want to throw her into the pool. Okay, so Ruth, you start rushing forwards to try and embrace uh -huh. Abigail. Ah, wishy squishy creature. So, Doug, make a fighting brawl roll against against right. Ruth. You fell. Doug's arms try and grapple around you, and, and he's trying to stop you. He's trying to stop you get to this lovely animal. Doug, I'm gonna I'm gonna shrug him off because I'm I'm still focused on getting to the animal. I don't want to like attack him. Okay. Yes, you shrug him off really hard. So you you would make a fighting brawl roll as well. <laughs> and gets an extreme success. I really want to oh, no. hug this animal. So you just like holy crap. You lash your arm out. And you send D um, Doug flying into the pool of water. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that is where we will have to end um, the Oh, my. Oh, man. As you run uh, forward into the loving arms of Mother Abigail, your favorite pet. Uh,